0: Kennedy. If you're new here, my name is Kennedy. I talk everything pop culture every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We have kind of a little bit of a different episode for you today. Something a little different, a little original. Um, I have a guest, but before I introduce that guest, uh, please listen to this pre-recorded ad. Alright, thanks for listening to that pre-recorded ad. I much appreciate that. So today, like I said, I have a guest on the podcast so the guest is my Uncle Mark. Hello. And uh, he is one-third of the Marvel Movie Squad. So once again, I'm going to be talking about Marvel. I know I've been talking about Marvel a lot on the podcast, but I, I really have a lot to say about Marvel, and I think my guest has a lot to say as well. So that's what we're going to be talking about today.
1: Well, in certain circles, I am known as Professor Vibranium.
0: Yeah, That's some... Um, if you haven't seen my YouTube channel go check that out. Find the Marvel video that he's in and leave a comment saying it came from the podcast. Um, But anyway, so we kind of know obviously the movies that are coming up in the MCU. We also know that some of the Disney Plus shows will be connecting to the MCU and more Disney Plus Marvel shows were announced this weekend at Disney's, um, Disney's big convention that they have every other year called D23. So we're gonna be talking about all of that, um, opinions, predictions, a little bit more about Spider Man and Sony perhaps. So that's what's happening today.
1: You know, I'm a little curious about some things, you know, to open this conversation up. You know, whether or not some of these shows that they have out there might turn into movies eventually, you know, say maybe the Cloak and Dagger series or maybe the Runaways, uh Inhumans, you know, something like that. I don't know. Uh, you know, it used to be that, uh traditionally They'd take the movies out of the, um, the comic book uh, strips. But even then, sometimes the storylines wouldn't actually follow exactly what the comic strips would show uh, or the storylines even. Um, but it'd be interesting to find out, you know, if, yeah, uh, for what, sure. what they do. I
0: think a lot of um, Infinity War and even Endgame, well, not really Endgame, but mostly Infinity War were very different from the story in the comics. So as we know, like doesn't they don't always follow exactly from the comics to the movies, but um, I think I think the shows, the previous shows, Agents of Shield, Runaways, uh, Inhumans, uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, all of those, I think those are uh, as of right now, I think they're completely totally separate from the MCU, and I think these new Disney Plus shows, according to the head of Marvel Studios Kevin Feige, are going to be those could connect to the MCU. But I think that now that these Disney Plus shows are gonna connect to the MCU, it's quite possible that anything can happen. So they might decide to incorporate some of the previous shows or maybe reboot some of these shows of Disney Plus. I think Disney Plus really gives the MCU a lot of um, ability to kind of do whatever they want or kind of see how things work as a series first and then incorporate that into the MCU.
1: Well, let me ask you about this. What about Agent Carter?
0: Ooh, um, you know, I I don't know because after the events of Endgame, I think it would be really difficult to kind of. Oh, I see what you're saying. MCU, sure,
1: I see. What but
0: you're they are doing. And I don't know if you've heard about this. They're doing What If, so it is going to be the only animated Disney Plus show, and it is still going to be connected to the MCU. But this What If is um, all the voices are coming back. So Haley Atwell, who played the voice of, it, or who on screen as well, Agent Carter, uh, she'll be returning, but she'll be playing the voice of her character, and this is going to be what if. So in the first episode, from what I understand, it's going to be what if Peggy Carter had been given the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers. Oh,
1: interesting. That's an interesting twist.
0: Yeah, so if that does in fact connect to the MCU, because from... It, so supposedly it is going to connect to the MCU, but I'm not sure if it's just going to be that we're going to get alternate storylines or if actually these storylines will somehow connect maybe in the multiverse or something. So I think what's interesting is just going to be how they incorporate these what-ifs and these storylines.
1: I just figure that you know sometimes the uh, the series and the movies that come out aren't necessarily following a particular timeline. Say, for example, like, the black panthers you know that's uh, now to go back and do a black panther or maybe now to go back and do a black widow you know that might be you, you know we already know what happens in Endgame, so to jump back but it's quite possible to be able to do that just to show the adventures of the of the the characters in a different light
0: yeah for sure i think definitely the multiverse or the possibility of a multiverse, which we know there's going to be a multiverse because of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And then also like the whole prequel, going back in time thing with Black Widow. I think that opens up a lot for Marvel to do, or specifically the MCU, because now they can, you know, they're, we know they'll do a prequel and not everything has to follow the timeline. Or the multiverse could be alternate stories of the same characters that we already know
1: it's not uncommon i mean if you look at disney and what they're doing with the star wars saga you know they're jumping around between the different um the different characters uh i think last time with the han solo story which if i remember correctly i don't think was as big a hit as what they were expecting but nevertheless an interesting story and now i think they're doing a uh, story this coming holiday season of the mandalorian which would be the boba fett story uh, which would be very interesting. And there's a lot of uh, FET followers. Uh, and, and that jumps around, one, in the timeline. It also jumps around the storyline between the different characters. So it's not far-fetched to see Marvel do something like this.
0: Right, yeah, and then actually, kind of jumping onto the Star Wars thing real quick, if we can kind of drift from Marvel. Uh, Mandalorian is actually gonna be a series on Disney+. Plus. So they're kind of doing the whole thing that Marvel's doing as well. Um, kind of incorporating the series with the movies, so um, I think it's going to be interesting both from Marvel, Star Wars, and any other of Disney's brands that are doing this to kind of see um, how they use Disney Plus to their advantage. I think um, everything's going to be a big hit on Disney Plus, at least for the first year or so, because it's a new streaming service, it's cheaper than Netflix and most other streaming services. And people just really enjoy Disney, especially Marvel and Star Wars. Way to
1: go, Disney. You know, the common factor in all of this is Disney.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, I was looking at a chart the other day of all the companies that Disney owns.
1: Isn't that amazing? That was absolutely
0: amazing. Um, Yeah, you saw it too. And um, I didn't even realize they own Hulu. So that also opens up, in my opinion, a possibility Runaways is a Hulu original series. But, oh, I did not oh know of that. course it's Marvel as well, but it's, you know, a Hulu original. And I think now Disney having their own streaming service, owning Hulu, and then also there's a actually a bundle where you're gonna be able to get Disney Plus and Hulu together. I think that opens up a possibility for crossovers with the runaways. We already know we're getting a um, cloak and dagger and runaways crossover. So that's gonna be really interesting to see because we already have like a freeform and Hulu crossover. So now I would like to see um, what crossovers we'll get with Disney Plus. And I think um, Runaways is going to be the only series still running, um, the Mar- only Marvel series still running when Disney Plus comes out.
1: Okay. The question everybody's asking, the question on everybody's mind, what's going to happen to Spider-Man?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a hard one. I, I, I talked about this last week, and I said last week that I think for sure a deal is going to be made and I think for sure, um, you know, Marvel and Sony are going to come to an agreement, or Marvel slash Disney. But now I'm not so sure. Now there was some stuff that happened this weekend at D23, and uh, Tom Holland was there, the actor who play Spider-Man, promoting um, a Pixar movie he's doing. And first of all, at the kind of at the end of the panel he was doing, he said something like, um, it's been a crazy week. Um, and then he kind of didn't really address anything else. He did say, we love you 3000, which is like a Marvel reference. <laughs> so obviously he made a Marvel reference. So we all know what he said was in relation to Spider-Man and Sony and Marvel. But, um, I, I also saw, I think another interview, cause I guess right after D23, he went to another comic con and, um, I saw something and I didn't actually see the actual interview, but I saw an article that apparently he said that Sony is working on a third film but just Sony so if this is happening now I'm kind of questioning whether or not a deal is gonna be made because if Sony has their mind made up and Marvel doesn't want to budge on the deal that they want it, it's kind of iffy yeah
1: yeah yeah what do you think about the Captain Marvel series you think they'll take that on to something different Will they follow another storyline there you think
0: With Captain Marvel um, yeah, I think for sure since... Well, they did also announce this weekend a Miss Marvel series. Now...
1: Oh, that's right. You mentioned yeah, that. Yeah,
0: after uh, Now, in the comics, however, we didn't really get this in the Captain Marvel MCU movie. But in the comics, Captain Marvel is first Miss Marvel. She later takes on the um, the title of Captain Marvel. But in Kamala Khan, who is the current Miss Marvel, one of my favorite characters, by the way, by far in the comics, and I talk about this with her a lot but um so i definitely think she might be incorporated into the next captain marvel movie i do know um while a captain marvel movie has been confirmed they haven't announced it as part as like as part of phase 4 or 5 yet so it is going to be quite a while down the road um which would be perfect because if that's the case then the miss marvel series would have already come out and they can kind of incorporate her into the movie
1: Definitely just adding more and more material to keep Comic-Con going.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) And can you imagine, I'm already thinking of all the people cosplaying as, uh, actually, there's a new Black Widow um, costume that they showed at D23, and it's white. It's kind of like the same costume, but white. And I can already imagine all the cosplayers wearing that to the next Comic-Cons.
1: Uh, just look at how many spider gwens we saw at the last one.
0: Oh yeah, including myself actually. <laughs> and I can't wait, you know, I am really I'm already expecting to see some fat Thor's Yeah after Endgame. Absolutely. If they haven't already been. I'm sure there have been.
1: Carrying around a mug of beer. Yeah.
0: That's gonna be hilarious.
1: That's gonna be you know and that, that brings up a good point, you know. I wouldn't mind them expanding a little bit on the Thor uh, series. Uh, the Thor story I think could go on a little further and uh i mean it's excellent actors in it uh you know they could bring some of those people back and and expand on it um i think the spider-man still could you know use some more uh, expansion as well but i'd I really really I must be maybe some a little partial but the thor because I, i'm a, a, a huge thor fan i wouldn't mind them seeing you know seeing them do a little bit more uh uh, uh maybe one or two more movies in that that series
0: oh yeah and thor love and thunder has been announced already as part of part of phase four i believe could be early phase five i'm not sure on that but they're bringing uh natalie portman back uh, as jane foster and she's going to be taking over the mantle of thor just like in the comics which i think is going to be super awesome i know there's going to be a lot of haters because every time there's a new female superhero there's kind of some haters but i'm really curious to see what they do and i think the director who's the same director taika waititi who did um thor ragnarok i think he's phenomenal i think he really just took the thor movies to a new level so i'm really excited to see what they do there and then of course valkyrie we saw that she's the new like king of asgard so it's going to be really interesting to see um first of all what happens with thor i'm kind of hoping he is still going to go off with the guardians at some point but also to see what happens with valkyrie and jane foster and all of that
1: you know with the advent of all this new technology that's coming out in cinema uh, I can't even begin to imagine what CGI is going to be capable of in the future. Um, I've heard recently at some concerts uh, you can actually go and see uh, holograms of you know performers that are gone now. Uh, I know one here locally. Uh, uh, Ronnie James Dio's hologram was being played at a concert recently and there's a band that's actually playing um, the music and they have to keep up with the hologram that's playing um, so that uh, it could look real. It makes you wonder whether or not that would ever be implemented in the in the cinema uh, on the cinema level. Um, that would take movies to a whole new level. I mean, oh, yeah, even sure. better than 3D. And now. I
0: think if anyone can do that, it's definitely and I don't want to just say Marvel but uh, definitely Disney, and then, you know, they, like, they just did the Lion King, and all the animals looked like actual animals. Like, I had people, I, I guess I know a lot about CGI, so I knew the whole thing was CGI, but I had actual people who thought that they were actual animals that they used in the movie, which is nuts that Disney is able to just really have CGI that's, that is so amazing like that. Um, so I think definitely Marvel is only going to get, you know, the best from Disney. Disney knows Marvel makes money. And Disney wants Marvel to be able to make the best quality movies.
1: Coincidence that they have the top grossing movies of all time? I think not.
0: Oh, of course not. And um, Well, all four of Marvel's movies this year, I guess if you want to count Spider-Man Far From Home, if not, three of them, which would be Endgame, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Three. Mm-hmm. or Endgame mm-hmm. and Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. And then if you want to count Far From Home, you can count that
1: have made over a
0: billion dollars and end game really made over two billion dollars which is nuts Isn't but crazy I mean, if you think about it disney has all the highest grossing movies this year and with frozen 2 and the star wars movie coming out at the end of this year i mean they're gonna have the most billion dollar movies in one year that any company has ever had
1: come on disney just make an offer on sony let's get it over with let's move on
0: honestly honestly that's <laughs> i agree Uh, I think Sony, honestly though, I gotta give Sony some credit. I think in last week's episode I was really hard on them, but Spider-Verse was amazing, especially for being animated. Um, And you know, Venom was not bad. Um, I think it's the first time there's been a Venom solo movie and it wasn't bad. So I do need to give Sony some credit there. And like I said, I don't, I think that if they don't make a deal with Disney, the third Spider-Man isn't going to be awful. It's just not going to be MCU quality. But I'm going to give a little credit to Sony. Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely, for sure. Um, you know, they're going to hold their their, their ground. And, I mean, obviously, if, if, if a deal does pop up in the future, I mean, it's not going to be chump change, that's for sure.
0: No, no. Um, oh, and I want to talk about real quick another announcement that was made for a Disney Plus show. Uh, they're doing She-Hulk. Which, again, I was very, very excited about Miss Marvel. I think I heard about that one first. But then when I heard about She-Hulk, I was also almost equally as excited. I think Miss Marvel is still a little bit more of a fave for me. But She-Hulk is so awesome. Um, I think definitely we're going to have to see Bruce Banner appear, or Professor Hulk, whatever form Hulk Uh slash Bruce Banner is in right now. I think definitely it's going to make an appearance. If you know the comics, I don't know if anybody does out there, but... um, Bruce Banner and She-Hulk are cousins and um, (coughs) I won't give anything away but I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing Bruce Banner. He's very relevant to the She-Hulk storyline if they do keep it as is in the comics.
1: It's funny, you know, you say that name and uh, it brings back childhood memories when there used to be the Hulk series on on television uh, uh, and it was primetime network uh, show and I was was just little. I was uh, maybe... 10 years or younger maybe when that show came out and scared the living daylights out of me (laughs) because I had no clue that he was a comic book hero had no clue what it was and and Lou Ferrigno playing the Hulk I mean it was just scary scary but I never forget the words when Bruce Banner found out what he would turn into and he tells this one guy and I'm sure listeners out there that are at least my age could, could relate and the quote was Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry.
0: Oh, of course. The classic (laughs) Hulk from the comics. I think everybody recognizes that. Or, I mean, everybody who's like a superhero fan, whether it's from the series or, you know, whatever. But I also really do hope they do something with Hulk in the MCU. Not just She-Hulk, but Hulk. Because I feel like now all the original Avengers have had their movies. Uh, There's three Iron Mans, three Captain Americas. There's going to be a fourth Thor. Hawkeye is getting a series, Black Widow is getting a movie, and the only other original Avenger is Hulk. And I feel like, I mean, the movie, the first Hulk movie was before the first Avengers movie, and there was a different actor, and. Yeah,
1: not it, quite as. It wasn't done just, right, in the right.
0: way that Marvel does movies. So I'd really love to see them give Hulk another chance, especially with She Hulk. I think now there's so many possibilities for storylines and kind of. I don't want to say saving the character, because I think the character was great in Endgame, and even in Avengers, um, like previous Avengers movies. But I think there's um, more stories to be told for the character.
1: You feel he got downplayed a little bit, maybe?
0: Yeah, yeah, I just feel like, uh, and I felt the same way about Black Widow, but now she's getting a movie, so I think that's great. Um, but I'd like to see them do more with Hulk.
1: You know, which is one of the reasons why in, in the Thor, which was it, uh, Ragnarok, where they brought Hulk back, and yeah, yeah. he kind of had a major role in that. Yeah, that, I was, that, was that was great. That was that was that was great. You know what? A, one of my favorite things about these movies is is the, uh, of course, obviously the CGI that goes into it. The action sequences that they show are just absolutely amazing and first class. But on top of that, I like the what I, I like the fact that I mean, being the type of personality that I am, uh, I like the fact that they uh, include some uh, comedy. and some of those one-liners are just to die for and they'll keep you rolling on the ground
0: i think we're gonna get a lot of that also in falcon and the winter soldier Oh, Uh, i can
1: only imagine
0: yeah because i mean we've seen falcon be funny in the mcu and winter soldier not so much but we've seen them together especially in like civil war if you think back to that there's like this one scene where they're in the car and i think um bucky is asking falcon to move his uh, seat up and he's like, he just simply <laughs> answers no. And it, it's just a funny scene. So I, I'm really excited to see that series and see the comedy in that. And as well as Guardians 3. That's going to be funny as well. But but on the other side of that, there's also going to be um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.
1: That's going to be which great. Which is going to
0: be apparently the first like scary movie in the MCU. So interested to see about that. Um, this is a shorter episode of the podcast. I would have loved to keep going on. I still had to talk about, like, um, WandaVision, which we found out new details about this weekend. The Eternals. There was still much to talk about, but, um, I'm gonna have to wrap it up now. So, I just want to thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thanks for being a guest.
1: I look forward to coming back again.
0: Yes, uh, I'd love to have you back. And, um, everyone else who's listening, I will be back next Thursday, as usual. Um, The MTV uh, Video Music Awards are this week, so maybe I'll talk about those next week.
1: Oh, that's the Missy Elliott? Is that correct?
0: uh, I don't know who's hosting or what. I I don't know much about it. I just know that it's today. The Vanguard
1: Award, I think, for Missy Elliott or something or another.
0: Actually, today is Monday. I'm filming this on Monday, so it's actually a few days ago for you guys. But anyway... I might talk about that next week. Maybe I'll come back and talk about WandaVision and the Eternals. We'll see. But for now, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. And I'll be back next week.
1: Thanks for having me on.